It's the Locked On Flyers podcast for Friday, January 12th, your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that is also waiting for that Jamie Drysdale barking video. Waiting for that. Waiting for, like, normal winter weather. We're just getting weird weather. There is a lot that we are waiting for. We will get to that, plus our weekend back-to-back preview coming up on today's show. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, and thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here, as always, with Russ Cohen, who's on all your favorite social media apps at Sportsology. We are at Locked On Flyers on Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky, and Twitter as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. You can find us for free over on YouTube or on the SiriusXM app. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, subscribe to get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Russ, I mentioned that Jamie Drysdale barking video and it very well could have been released by the time you are listening out there or watching this podcast. But A, I want to see it. B, it's my birthday today, so I think I deserve it. And C, I think that it's indicative of you know, some of the the results of having a Flyers team that's a little better this year and is is doing some things differently that the I, I just feel like the feeling in Flyers fandom right now amongst everything that's going on and the swirling around the trade, um, it's just a lot more fun yeah. and playful. No question. It's a definitely more fun. The fans are definitely having more fun. Certainly players are having fun and and that's nice. Yeah, I, I, I like to see that, too. I do have to say, though, and this is just me, like personal pet peeve. I don't mind the dog thing. And I like saying there's a dog in the person, <laughs> but I don't like dog fighting. I've had to deal with no, that. True. And there is a point where sometimes and it's more seems more in football where they kind of go over the edge and it almost makes you work, think about the dog fighting aspect of it. So I just hope it doesn't get to that point. If it just stays where it is, I'm fine. Yeah, I think it is fine. I don't think they've, you know, they've been doing it for a yeah. while now uh, with the dog mask yeah. and, and chain after uh, a win for the player of the, the locker room player yeah. of the game. And of course, they gave it to Jamie Drysdale yeah. in that. Uh, but uh, at least as of recording here, the Flyer social media has only released a still picture and people are clamoring for that. Um, you know, a, a little more follow up to that debut. First off, Kudos to the Flyers for getting Drysdale's parents in town. That was super that was cool nice. um, and, and a really good gesture. Um, we did not have a chance to talk about uh, John Tortorella's press conference post game uh, as it was kind of happening. Just, just so people understand, like that was, again, you know, when we do the post game for this show, I can't stay there long enough to do John's press conference. There's just not enough time in the day. So I usually get to the locker room for one or two people. Either I split it or I do one and that's it. And then I have to go up. I can't 
talk to any coaches. So I missed it, but I caught it right when I got out. Right. And so kind of as we were doing that post game yeah, well, uh, report, we doing, yeah. that, yeah, we sort of saw it happening as we were recording. Yes. But I think that, first off, absolutely wild. And I think that uh, for John Tortorella to stick up for Kevin Hayes like that, I think it's, I mean, of course, of course you would in that circumstances, but he didn't have to do it. That's no, the thing. John they were at odds last year and he admitted as such, but yeah. he, you know, the human side said, Hey, you shouldn't do that to this guy. He's got enough issues going on and it's true. And that's, I think we all felt yeah. that way when we heard it. Like, really? We said a lot about Kevin Hayes last year and really we just kept it to the hockey ring. You know, hey. To the game, yeah. Looks a little slow tonight. Maybe he isn't trying as hard. Maybe he isn't with towards his system. All those things were true, but we didn't start looking at like what he was off the ice or digging into his character no. or anything like that. Absolutely not. That was a, a little fun, I think, bonus ride for fans as well yeah. who were invested in this situation. Um, I also think that to a large degree in Flyers fandom, we were just talking about this offline, that the conversation is starting to move on. Mm -hmm. And it's really just the rest of the NHL that's still kind of mired right. in it. And we're like, we're, we're team Drysdale now. He's our guy. He looked great in his debut, like excited to see what he does moving forward. Let's move right. on. Yeah. Right? And I think that's how fans should be. I mean, it's best. It's best. Just, you know, watch this guy develop. You've got a chance to watch a really good young player develop in your system. That's what you want. I yep. mean, that's, I look, that's the most fun for me as a reporter because I'm a prospect guys. I want to see guys like this develop because I remember when I covered them with the Erie Otters and I want to see what he's like now and those things are important and then one more side note um i think we all noticed how fast owen tippett was going in that last rush in overtime in that last game and uh you know we have that nhl edge uh, technology right. right now with the trackers and everybody and uh, sure enough uh, according to chasing the puck on twitter uh the nhl edge program has clocked owen tippett that's the fastest speed of any skater so far this season in the nhl and what was the number uh 24.21 that's pretty good yeah Braden point is just a hair behind him at 24.15 uh but yeah i think that, that that's pretty remarkable for as you know as many fast skaters as there are in the nhl uh to have owen tippett uh have the fastest time yeah just to, to kind of throw this into there so back way back in the old days when they had the jugs gun, like they used in baseball, they timed Bobby Hall, right? Because he was one of those freaks where he was fast, could score, do all those things. Now they they clocked him at 29.7. Clearly he was not going 29.7, but I do think he was going what Owen Tippett was going at his top speed. And for back then, that was kind of freakish. So it's like you could tell when something like that is sort of like, wow, like that was different. You can yeah. tell. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It it just felt yeah. just from looking at it that he was going much faster than we had seen previously yeah. from anybody in a yeah. while. So uh, it was good to see that the data backed yeah. that up. We're, we're going to be looking ahead to this road trip and we're going to talk about the wild and we're going to talk about the Jets, who are both going to be different kinds of challenges. 
but you know, and then of course we have the blues coming up next Monday. And I think that it's just, uh, it's an extremely important road trip. And I think the fact that we keep saying this, like we said this about the last road trip as well. When it stops being important, yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, this the fact that the Flyers have uh, stacked up enough wins and they have enough points. I mean, the Winnipeg Jets are the uh, number one team in the NHL right now. Flyers are only 10 points behind mm -hmm. them. Could you imagine saying well, that at the beginning of the season, no that the Flyers are 10 points off the first place team in the NHL? No, you wouldn't think Winnipeg would be that team either. Well, that's true. <laughs> but still, yeah. if you just kind of put a, a placeholder yeah. top team in the NHL, you know, halfway through the season, because this is where we are now. We're exactly halfway through the right. season. Yeah. No, it's, listen, it's all surprising that way. And it's, it'll, it's interesting. Keeps things interesting. Yeah, it keeps things interesting. It keeps things fun. I think, you know, like I was just saying, it, this season has been a lot more fun for the fan base than I think even most of us were expecting. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Love to see it. Uh, I'm enjoying the hockey. And so, yeah, this road trip, I think, will or could be a turning point here. And as far as, you know, is this team going to remain in the playoff hunt for the rest of the season? I don't know if this trip's going to do that because of the bye week. I think the bye week will grind things to a halt. But I think we're getting closer fair. to that where we could start saying those things. But I'm not there yet. That's fair. That's fair. I get it. Um, I think, you know, as far as one general part of the conversation, what what are the Flyers going to do for an extra forward on the road trip? Or are they going to stick with the 11-7? I think they're going to stick with the 11-7. I just, I hope that that's not the case. But if you bring Rick Gardner, they're going to stick with the 11-7. Like, we know that. If that's, if that's the answer, then they're just going to do that. I just feel like I should be able to tell you something else. But my gut's just telling me that's what they're going to do. And they won with it last game. It wasn't pretty, but they won with it. So right. you know, I think that's that's what they might do. Yeah, I think, I don't know. We just haven't heard anything either no. way on that front. And normally, I think, you know, even as of our recording time on Thursday, we would have known if there was a call up yes. by now. Now, they could decide first thing they in the could. morning today. That That's possible. Well, it's hard to, to get to Winnipeg. That's the only thing. This is not like your average trip. It's like you, you don't send somebody yeah. last minute to Winnipeg. Well, they don't have an airport. So there That's you go. Um, the, the Flyers do play the Minnesota wild at 8 PM Eastern. Cause they're in central time. You can catch every second of the Flyers hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app search for flyers. And we are going to talk about those Minnesota wild coming up next. It's the halfway point of the season, Flyers fans, and the team is still in the playoff hunt. Regardless of where we are in the standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleepers are number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. Fan can also play Daily Fantasy NFL, NBA, MLB, CFB and which is college football on sleeper and entries can be made under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether superstars like Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, or Austin Matthews, plus the new guys like Connor Bedard will record more or less uh, than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. To win a hundred times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Flyers fans. You can win a hundred times your money. Playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers, so start paying attention. 
and nail your pick so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. On the show next week, of course, we'll be talking about this road trip and beyond. And uh, there will be a special episode on Monday that uh, I won't be there for. So uh, look forward to Russ talking to Haley Simon from Locked on Blues and, of course, 97.5 The Fanatic. She covers the Flyers and the Blues. So it's a perfect opportunity to talk about both teams. And you'll get that in your feeds on Monday. Then I'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, looking ahead to the Flyers uh, against the Wild and the Winnipeg Jets, uh, it's just, it's really interesting because the Wild and the Jets have some similarities to them as far as their stats. Um, you know, both teams actually have worse faceoff stats than the Flyers, which is uh, I didn't know that was possible for two teams, but okay. And um, I think that, uh, you know, both teams have pretty mediocre power plays. And for especially the Jets, which we'll get to more, um, you know, that was surprising to me looking at, at those stats. But for the Wild, I think, you know, they have gotten better in the last month or so on the power play. Their numbers have increased a little bit, uh, but both teams aren't great on the PK either. No, I mean, look, the Wild are missing some some key players, no question about it, but they still have a pretty good lineup here. Um, it's going to be greasy. It's big. It's going to be physical. They have fast defensemen, fast and physical. It's kind of like a mix. So it's one of those games where they're going to try and keep the score down. Like that's, And so I don't expect it to be a high-scoring game either way. Uh, you get a guy like Matt Zuccarello, you always have to watch out for him. He's played a lot against the Flyers. Yep. You know, Erickson Eck is another one who, because he plays such good defense and he's physical, um, that he gets chances and he has a really good wrist shot. And Rossi is a guy that kind of slips through the seams and he's always around the puck and, and he's always going to get some two or three really good chances every game. He, you know, he has 12 goals and, and he's, you know, he's a pretty good scoring threat at this point now that he's healthy. So um, you got to watch out for those guys. And then uh, most likely it's going to be Flurry uh, since Wall State. You know, right. And Flurry knows how to play the Flyers. There's no question about it. Uh, he's been on a little bit of a roll. I think this is a game where he's going to pass Patrick Waugh in, in games played. So he might be really uh, motivated here. So I don't expect this to be an easy one. No, not at all. Um you know, you mentioned the Wild missing some guys. Of course, Kirill Kaprizov uh, is on IR, as is Jared Spurgeon, Philip Gustafson, and Vinny Letary. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they're missing some, uh, some key pieces here, but, you know, have managed to improve things a little bit since their coaching change. Um, I, I think that, you know, it, it's a team that has been kind of lost in the woods a little bit. Uh, this season and they're still not out of it um, but like I said they are doing better and they have been playing on average a little bit better but it's still not there yet wow. uh, the four and six in their last 10 they're in seventh in the central they are uh, 20 points behind the Jets uh, in that division so much further behind than the Flyers are uh, relatively 
And, you know, their most recent win was against Columbus, but, you know, they've lost to Tampa, the Flames and the Jets before that. And so I think that, uh, and of course, lost to Dallas in a home and home, um, pretty shellacked in both games. Now, Dallas is very, very good. So yeah, Dallas is a really good team. Yeah, but uh, it, it just seems like they barely put up a fight. And, you know, Walstead made his wild debut. Versus the Stars did not go in the second game of that home and home. Did not go well overall. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I think. He will be. I I think this is a winnable game. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely a winnable game, even on the road. And and I I just think that, you know, they have to start this road trip off right. Yeah, I. I, I think it would be important, you know, don't go to the Mall of America. Just go to practice and take your nap. Don't worry <laughs> about the other things in Minnesota. Uh, don't go outside if you can help it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, no, it's a nice rink. Uh, it will be – they have a good fan base. It's pretty passionate. So, no, it should be fun. I think this will be a fun matchup. And they should be getting geared up from this one to play the Jets. Like, that's where – don't overlook these guys to play the Jets, but make sure, you know, you start ratcheting it up because the Jets will be a different level than even these guys are, of course. Yeah, and I think that um, it is interesting statistically comparing the Flyers and the Wild because, I mean, pretty much everybody has a, a better shooting percentage than the yeah. Flyers. I mean, I shouldn't say that. There's San Jose you know, the Flyers are not one other team right. don't. That's it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that the Flyers get better qual- quality shots than the Wild do. So I think that's just really like your remit in terms of defensively how you got to play them. That if you just keep them away from high danger areas, you're going to reduce that shooting percentage. Sure, the but wild. they have guys like on the back end, Favors really fast and really smart. and And he knows how to like, you know, get a break going or, you know, make a play to get a break going. And Goligovsky's still a really good offensive defenseman too. Yeah, I think that um, that is a really interesting top four they have defensively. Yeah. Um, I think that that uh, Goligovsky-Bogosian uh, middle pairing is a really good one. And I think that um, it, it's going to be something they'll have to pay attention to in this. Game. Yeah, and Goligosky's offense has dipped, but he's still. I still worry about him. He's he's still wily. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do think that the Wild are going to present a, an interesting challenge for the Flyers here, and but but they are beatable. They have two point eight eight goals per game for, and like Flyers just have to score three. Honestly, yeah. three is, is what it looks like for this game. And the thing is, if you could jump out with the lead, that's good. They didn't, they weren't able to do that last game. And last game they were down two and, and they were able to come back. So you don't want to be in that position on the road. I think at home, it's a little different than when you're on the road. Right. And I, I just think that they're going to have to continue to find some success on the power play. I think that is what's going to help them in a game against the Wild and the Jets to a large degree. Yeah, I mean, but, let's see him deploy uh, that, that the top guys for more than 30 seconds, especially after they score a goal. Let's be consistent with this. Like, that's that's what I, I'm, I'm yeah. asking for is just consistency with that. I think 
the more you have Drysdale out there, the, the better your chances are. Right. And I think that, you know, we did talk about that in yesterday's show, recapping that game, that hopefully they learned some of the lessons about where he can fit in the power play and they play him more because clearly he looked really yeah. good at his like ability to go, you know, across the blue line and find open lanes was man was that yeah, it's fun. way better so, than anybody they have on the team like that's just the way it is yep yep so just uh gonna keep an eye on on how they uh set up that lineup but uh in the meantime uh we have more to talk about and that is the winnipeg jets we will do that coming up next Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel over on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league like Locked On NHL. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe. So the Winnipeg Jets, Russ, have some guys on IR of their own, uh, Rasmus Kupari, Kyle Connor, David Gustafson, and uh, Hinola. So I think that, um, you know, they are obviously with more of their star power, I would say. Uh, and that top line of Ehlers, Shifley, and Velarde, man, like... Mm -hmm. Brutal. Wow. <laughs> they're big, they're fast, they're strong, they win face-offs. Uh, it's, I mean, Velarde has, you know, become what everybody thought he could be and we're hoping after yep. injuries. And so you got to watch out for his shot. Uh, just that's a tough line. And this is, you know, the thing about it now with the Flyers is, yes, the Flyers, you got better moving the puck and offensively, but you didn't necessarily get much better defensively. And so, like, this matchup, whoever they decide to match up against this top line is a key matchup to the game. Right, and it makes me wonder if they're going to shuffle things around a little bit to get more speed on the top line. Yeah. Like, are they going to put Tippett on the top line just for that reason right. alone? Keep on edge. It's not a bad idea because you got to have some sort of threat there uh, you certainly, well, there won't be really a fourth line if they go 11-7, but hopefully there's not. But you're not going to match the fourth line against them. You do have to match the first line against them. And, you know, and I think Couturier can hold up against Shifley and do a pretty good job, but the rest does matter. And so, yeah, right. yeah, that's going to be a, a big deal because the forwards could certainly help out here. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the Jets uh, before last night, we don't know the outcome of that game, uh, but they had a seven-game win streak going. Uh, so, you know, they are clearly on a roll. Um, they have a plus 43 goal differential, seems you know, good. halfway through the season. Yeah, it seems pretty good. <laughs> yes, seems pretty good. And, um, you know, unlike the Wild, who are below three goals per game, the Jets are well above three goals per game at 3.43. So the the defense is is going to have to be you know extra on top of things in this game to hold the jets below 3 goals per game. Yeah, I don't know if massive shot blocking is going to work against the jets because they have a yeah. lot of speed that can go wide too. So it's like if if they get the gist that they're going to clog up the middle with a lot of shot blocking, uh you got guys like Perfetti and who are really smart and can make things happen on the outside. And remember, they don't even have Kyle Connor. 
and it doesn't seem to even matter. Nope. I know that's it's unbelievable what they're doing. Um, and you know, you look at their uh, special teams, like I talked about, they have an 18% power play rate, which is 22nd yeah, in the NHL. Great. And you would think it's not great. And for the team that's at the top of the league to have such a mediocre power play, it's like, you wonder how they do it. Well, then you got to focus on your five on five play. Cause clearly they're finding a way to right. score a ton of goals. Yeah. They're scoring five on five. That's for sure. Yeah. So it, it's like, you got to look at your five on five defense and how that's structured and really focus on that more. Cause I think the Flyers penalty kill, as we know, is really yeah, good. It's probably so, better than Winnipeg's. Uh, that saying, I don't know if I want to yeah. really test that all that much. So, you know. no, Winnipeg's penalty kill is 26th yeah. in the NHL. It is absolutely bizarre to me that the team that's leading the NHL has such terrible special teams. Well, because it shows you that if you get good goaltending and your team is good five on five, you could overcome a lot. That's true. Well, and of course, like we haven't even talked about Connor Hellebuck right. yet, who is, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure who we're going to get, but my guess is that it'll be Hellebuck. Yeah, at a home game, probably. Yeah, so that's going to be tough to be, uh, to begin with. And so the Flyers have, have just got to be smart about their shots. Yeah. And I think we need, you know, better quality shots than sometimes we get. And also just be smarter about passing in terms of don't overpass. Right. right. Last game, they did a good job. Like they, you know, maybe had like two passes before a shot. That's good. But once you start getting past that, then there becomes that indecisiveness. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think that'll do them a lot of good to get the shots off, you know, smartly, but quickly right. in this situation. Smartly, but quickly. I like that. That's a, that could be an ad campaign. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, the Jets are certainly a fun team to watch. That's for sure. And, you know, they have almost a 10% shooting percentage, uh, like we talked about. So pretty strong stats there. And they're at five on five, as we were just talking about. So whereas the Flyers are at 7.83 at five on five. That's a big difference. Yeah, I think that is a big difference. Um, so. But, you, you know, you don't know. You don't know until they match up. Matchups of styles can make a difference here. Yeah, it absolutely can. So I think this back-to-back -back is going to be a, a really tough one for the Flyers. Um, I certainly hope that can come out of here with all four points. Uh, but, no you know, remains to be seen. And no frostbite. And they can get, yeah, and they can get out of Winnipeg, who doesn't have an airport. But uh, I'm going to beat that joke until it's more than dead uh, because I find it so amusing. But uh, all that being said, again, a huge road trip ahead for the Flyers. And uh, we will, well, I won't be here, but uh, the show will oh. be back on Monday to recap the weekend and uh, to preview the game on Monday against the St. Louis Blues, um, who are. I believe the one team in the NHL with a worse power play than the Flyers. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, that is true. And they've both been struggling. So it'll be fun to see. And, and don't worry when you come back, everything will be disorganized. We'll mess with your pencils and your paper clips and it's fine. 
That is to be expected. But uh, have a great weekend, everybody. And uh, let's go Flyers.